Be inspired to learn, grow, evolve, and rock life with Tynell and Dale Robin. This is Alternate Scapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Alternatescapes. My name is Tyrone Null, the seeker here at Uncut Media, and as always, I have the beautiful Dale Robin in studio with me, also known as the cynic of I'm, Uncut Media. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. <laughs> Hello, how is it? How is it? You'll graduate one day. <laughs> one day. One day, one day. <laughs> now, to all of our regular listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again. We appreciate your continued support. This should... The show would not be worth it without you guys. And to all of our new listeners, welcome. We love hearing from you guys. So feel free to pop and say, hey, I'm here on the studio WhatsApp line at plus two seven seven two eight seven oh seven five seven one. That's oh seven two eight seven oh seven five seven one. And as you know, Uncut Media loves supporting local talent. So in addition to us discussing tonight's topic, which is social dilemma Yo. and how social media impacts our lives, we've got a cool local artist called Sharon, who we're going to feature on tonight's show as Amazeballs. well. Yes. And on that note, we've also got Aldo Velastri, who's going to be tuning in and doing some live readings towards the end of the show in the last two segments. So if you would like a live reading done by a medium, an official medium, and we've had him on the show before. And, and I can vouch for, for that particular experience. In fact, if, I would love to do it again just to see what's changed in my energies. Ooh. But as the cynic, guys, let me tell you, um, Aldo Velastri did a, a reading for me a couple of weeks back. Changed my life changed yes. my life so if you would like a reading done pop us a message on whatsapp that's 0728707571 put your hand up and then uh, you might just get a reading at the end of your virtual show. hand your virtual <laughs> hand <laughs> right so that's it the topic of discussion this evening as we said is the social dilemma it's the impact that social media has on our lives our personal lives our relationships our professional lives you know it's basically social media has in the last let's say 10 years changed the way we live and has shifted our perspective on realities so from the way we get our news to the way we interact with our loved ones social media is absolutely everywhere it's unavoidable it's powerful and it's here to stay so i suggest we all get with the program and actually <laughs> look at how can we use social media in a more mindful way and stop moaning about it guys like it's not going anywhere if anything it's going to get worse yeah. and everybody moans about it yeah it's, so it's not going to be interesting it's, it's one of those conversations that comes up in conversation quite often 100 percent. so yeah tonight is going to be interesting a little interesting uh, fact on of that is that more than half of the world now uses social media that's 4.66 billion people Amazing. and how's this it's growing by 1.3 million people a day insane so it definitely is here to stay and it's just becoming a bigger beast by the day and um, mm. the purpose of this show is because you know there is a strong link between heavy social media usage and uh, which puts us at risk of underlying mental issues and if you've got mental issues you're at a higher risk we're going to get more into that a little bit later on in the show but first as always we're going to kick off with some practice progress now for all of our new listeners who've tuned in practice progress is that moment of the show where we just get to center ourselves <sighs> and let all the shit from today just you know shake, shake it, it off, off. and uh, get into the moment with us so here's our practice progress for today
This meditation is to open and awaken your heart center. Get in a comfortable position. And when you are ready, close your eyes. Take a deep breath and relax. Take another deep breath and relax. Look up. Go up to where you can connect and feel the light. Allow the light to come into your body and fill your head. Fill your face, fill your ears, fill your brain. And let the light move into your throat, your shoulders. And allow this liquid light to move through your arms, your elbows, and out your hands. And allow this light to continue from your throat down into your chest and your heart space. Feel it going deep into your ribcage, your abdomen, filling in all the nooks and crannies with light. Allow this light to move into your hips, your thighs, and move the light into your knees, your calves, and your feet. Allow this energy, this light, to move into the ground and send a beam of light through the earth and connect to the center of the planet where it feels the happiest. Feel this earthly loving support and allow the earth to give something back to you and send some energy up this beam of light right into your own heart. You're inviting in the highest light source from below and above. It's vibrating at the highest rate vibrating from pure consciousness. And when you're ready, connect to your heart where both lights are meeting and breathe in light through the middle of your heart and allow this light to expand out into a bubble of light filling your heart center with pure loving consciousness. Connect to your heart and think, I love, I love, I love. I open and receive the energy of more and more love. And take another deep breath and breathe in light through the middle of your heart 
and allow it to expand out around your body into a bubble of pure loving energy surrounding and encompassing your body. And think, I love, I love, I love. I open and receive the energy of more and more love. Breathe in light through the middle of your heart and allow it to expand out, filling your body with more and more love. And feel, I love, I love, I love. I am open to receiving Take another deep breath and breathe in light through the middle of your heart and allow it to fill in the bubble of energy surrounding your body. Allow this energy to move in between the spaces of all the spaces, in between the molecules and the cells, in between your DNA, your RNA, your mitochondria creating perfect spheres of love. And that was our practice progress by Christy Marie Sheldon. And you guys can find her on YouTube. She's got some other beautiful meditations to do. I should have warned everyone that it is a meditation beforehand, uh, but I'll put out that warning next time. Let us know how you're feeling. Chime in to us. Sleepy. Sleepy. Yeah, there we go. Chime in on WhatsApp 0728707571. Right. So let's get into the juice of tonight's topic. Mm. Now, I have had my fair share of social media, how could I say it, um, intricacies. You know, there's a lot that comes into play with social media. I've, uh, over the years, I've built a, a bit of a following on Facebook and Instagram. A bit is an understatement. <laughs> and um, as a result, I have been a victim of cyberbullying mm. and I have been a victim of fake profiles. Uh, there was, a, I, I like to call it a syndicate, but there was one going around more recently that was targeting guys specifically in South Africa where they created fake profiles on Instagram and then said that these guys had, uh, what's it, OnlyFans pages. And so all those hungry peeps looking for the only fans pages were But hooked. you know, my darling, you are missing an opportunity there. I'm just saying <laughs> hashtag only fans for the win. But, um, you know, can we just for a moment before you continue, just take it right back to where yeah. social media was originally back in the day. It was meant to be a social yes. thing. And you, you use the great word beast. It's grown into this beast where it is no longer for me a social thing. It's yeah. now a tool. Yeah. That's so what it is. I think the argument is has social media played a role in connecting us or disconnecting us you know it has it played a role in connecting us more with people across the Both. world exactly i think there's two sides to that coin absolutely um and there's a bit of an addiction behind it as well you, know, you find and i found myself scrolling through my instagram aimlessly just like ah okay cool there's more content more content more content and you find yourself doing that at the most odd times specifically when you're procrastinating or me myself um and it, it steals our time mm. I, and our energy 
Uh, there we go. <laughs> check, check. The cynic is learning. And uh, so something that I like to do every year is actually take a social media sabbatical. Mm. Um, and I generally, not now because most of my clients are all on social media and I help them, you know, build their profiles and their following and all the rest of it. Uh, but me personally, from my own personal profiles, I take a break, usually about three months. And it's a great time to then, you know, take a step back and kind of get back to who you are. Because yeah. I found... And uh, this is from me scrolling through my feeds. I did find that there were a lot of underlying issues that surfaced as a result. So the fear of missing out being one of them. FOMO is real. Yeah. And then also the comparison that we draw on other people's lives. You know, you only see the good stuff on social media, the highlights. Well, you see, this is an interesting conversation because I tend to disagree with that. And and Mm -hmm. I've wondered, potentially it is just the people in my circles that I follow, but I am at my core a very, very honest person. And I call a spade a spade. And I went through a little bit of a cyberbullying patch where people were bullying me Mm. because I wasn't being fake on social media. You know, if I was grumpy, I told people I was grumpy. I was having a shit day. I told people I was having a shit day and it became labeled as an attention seeking Mm. thing, which it really wasn't. It was literally me using Facebook as a, 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 a launching pad or a, a you know a soapbox to stand on and say listen world I'm pissed off. Yeah. But here's the question within that. Why do we feel the need to share everything with mm. everybody. Mm. I've learned to rein myself in over the years because I've realized that majority of the people who are on my social feeds are not there because they give a shit about me. Yeah. They're there because they're, they're curious, they're yeah. interested, they're nosy. Yeah. And, um, and they like that authenticity that's you know, it. that you show as well. I was browsing through my Facebook profile the other day. You know those memories that come up mm. and then you go in to see more memories I and you them. scroll down and then you look at the posts that you've posted 10 years ago. And I was like looking at my post from 10 years ago. I was like, who am I? Who were you? (laughs) I I was very, I was very deep 10 years ago. Um, My my posts were always very motivational. Now, not so much. Now, not so much. Now it's just like, oh my God. I used to, I used to bitch about the weather Mm. and you know, what I was having for lunch. And we all went through the phase. Yeah. We all went through the phase of, of, of taking photos of our food. Um, And Uh, some people still do. And it just, it's just, it's, it's been such a massive, massive thing with it. But for me, Right now, what you're saying is with people being fake on social media, that mm. is a, that for me right now is, is the real pandemic. Absolutely. And we had a chat about authenticity a while ago because we feel that it's kind of this word that gets thrown around. And what is authentic, what is being authentic on social media? So the questions are, are people becoming more aware of how social media impacts their lives? Are we becoming more mindful in the way that we use social media? Or is it a slippery slope to procrastination, disconnection, or self-imposed judgment and anxiety? I want to hear from you guys. What are your thoughts? What are your perceptions of social media? How do you manage your social media behavior and your consumption? So WhatsApp us on the studio line at 0728707571. And remember, if you want a live reading at the end of the show, stick up your hand. I think that's a great idea. So I think what it comes down to with social media is that there's a risk for the reward. And it depends on how much are you willing to risk to get that reward. So it's got a reinforcing nature. So people use like using social media activates the brain's reward center by releasing dopamine. Dopamine is the happy hormone, right? It's that feel good chemical. And that's linked to pleasurable activities like sex, food and social interaction. 
So the platforms are designed to be addictive and associated with anxiety, depression, and even physical ailments. The reason why I love this topic is, and I don't know if many of you guys know this, I am a digital strategist. I come from a digital background and I spent a lot of time studying user behavior online to yes. inform our strategies. And you can hook someone like that on social media um, with regards to being authenticity, uh, authentic. You know, authentic authenticity can be faked. Of course There's it can. That, of that, course it can. Yeah. So according to Pew Research, 69% of adults and 81% of teens use social media. And this puts a large amount of population at increased risk of feeling anxious, depressed or ill over their social media usage. And I always believe that, you know, it's about balance. It's about balancing the, I suppose, the good with the bad, but we need to become aware of what's the bad. Yes. Right. So what makes users keep coming back for more when it can literally make you feel sick? Like, how do you feel when you're scrolling your Instagram timeline? You probably feel a lot different to me because my... <laughs> well, you see, I'm relatively, I'm relatively selective with, with who I follow and who I choose to follow. And, um, you know, I'm all for supporting my friends and their businesses and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, I'm not a big Instagram user. I'm a much bigger Facebook user because that for me... Facebook, one of the good things, Facebook has built my businesses, all five of them. Um, I find it the most incredible advertising tool, mm. which I know we're going to get into later. So so generally, I get a bigger kick out of scrolling Instagram because it's pretty pictures yeah. versus scrolling Facebook, which is very word-related. Mm. Um, my latest, and I hate to admit it, it's my dirty little secret and God strike me down with lightning, but my latest fix is, is TikTok. <laughs> and TikTok is toxic. There is no two ways about it. It is toxic. But every now and then, you will stumble across somebody who is just hilarious yeah. or so talented and i find myself giggling and th that's my dopamine input yeah, so yeah. you know it's it's a very difficult thing but i don't follow people who i feel are fake yeah. i don't follow influencers i'm doing air commas for those of you that can't see me because we're on radio <laughs> yeah. um you know i i don't i follow my mates i want to see pictures of cats and puppies and and people doing things they love and people being creative mm. so i don't know the kind of stuff you follow so i mean back in the day i used to follow every fitness influencer every travel influencer i used to follow anyone who intrigued me just a little bit yeah. but then i realized that hang on i spend a lot of time on these platforms i need to curate my feed to make me feel good i also because of going into research about the impacts of social media on our mental health i realized that i actually needed to take action here because mm. I pinpointed exactly what was causing certain feelings within me. Like I felt drained after going through my social media. That's and I also it. found that it distracted me quite a lot. Um, so part of the, the mental health issues that's related to social media is, number one, the inadequacy about your life or your appearance. And that happened with me because I was scrolling my feeds and seeing these models traveling the world and living the best life. And deep down inside, I was like, why am I not living that life? Like, why? I want to be like that person, you know, that idealistic. But that's the thing. And society dictates to you that by a certain age, you should be married with 2.5 kids, a Labrador, and a picket fence. And and life is just not like that anymore. Mm. You know, um, I've been told on multiple occasions that people purely follow me on Facebook because of my level of entertainment. But the reason I'm entertaining is because I'm an entertainer. Yeah. So I live a very strange life and I'm constantly dressed in costume and I'm constantly doing stupid shit. And people love that. Mm. Um, you know, if you look at my Instagram feed, 90% of it is me wearing some kind of silly costume. Yeah. Um, so... 
so, but I have made that. Tr- Please fall- go look at Dale's feet. <laughs> <laughs> at Dale I Robin. Have, at Dale Robin. <laughs> I have fallen into the trap of of making comparisons and looking at my my friends who I was yeah. at school with. Uh, mm. I mean, one of them is famous. Two of them are famous. Uh, the guy I went to my matric dance with is a TV presenter. You know, and I look at these things and I think that's what I wanted for my life. Yet yeah. here I am. So I've just stopped following them right. because it does. It does yeah. put me in that mental block. And there's nothing wrong with unfollowing someone. If, if that person doesn't leave a good vibe with you, then by all means, unfollow them. I, I, I do a cleanup, I would say, at least once every second, third month. The other issue is, and, and there's two sides to this because, so isolation is the issue. But during lockdown, I feel like social media and digital played a role in making people feel like they were connected, at least in their in their spaces. You know, a lot of people had to go into lockdown and spend time alone in their apartment. So social media, I feel like facilitated a connection to, you know, others around you and also facilitated facilitated the conversation of, you know, these other issues that I'm going through, these other challenges that I'm having. But now that we are out of lockdown and we all have the freedom to move around, isolation... Between 12 and 4, don't get it wrong. <laughs> is that still in That's still happening. Um, isolation is still a real problem when it comes to these platforms, especially amongst teenagers, because they spend so much time invested in engaging with people who aren't necessarily there in their, you know, in their reality or in their physical existence. And build this perception of being connected, but at the same time, isolated. So I want to bring up something very interesting on that particular topic. So so my youth was spent w- w- running on a program called IRC, which mm, was Internet Relay Chats. Yeah. Yes. And, and again, it was a very similar concept to what we're dealing with now, which was this anonymous platform where I could chat and make friends and do all this sort of stuff. And now these days, chat rooms are very few and far between because everything is done on social media. But I had a feeling of connection with these people whilst they were faceless and mm. nameless behind a screen. Mm. And funny enough, when we did eventually meet up, some of those people are still the most important people in my life. The difference is, is that bullies and trolls were dealt with very, very swiftly. Mm. And now the beast of social media, it is just too big to deal with. And that's why these kids feel isolated because they're making comparisons. They're not making actual physical connections. It's another, Tinder's another example. All of the dating apps, another example. You know, it's a constant circulation of, I'm sitting behind a keyboard. I can say whatever I want and there will be no repercussions. Mm. And that's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And the responsibility lies within the hands of these platforms. But I don't feel like they're doing enough to curb that. Um, and cyberbullying is a real issue online. I've been the victim of it. Me too. I've received hate mail, death threats, <sighs> snarky remarks, and all. Like, you know, like it runs off me now. Like, I couldn't yes. care less about it. But you know, in your adolescent years, it makes an impact on your psyche. Definitely. Of course it does. And, you know, being being of the larger variety, you know, there was a, an incident a couple of months uh, into lockdown last year where, where a certain chop called Donovan Tooth mm-hmm. decided to go on TikTok and have a rant about the larger variety of female. Mm-hmm. And it was inspiring to see the community come together to attack this guy but by the same token the people who were attacking him for being a bully turned into a bully themselves yeah um but i'd had the ability even at my ripe old age of almost 39 to really get under my skin and i think to myself how would a young girl of 15 or 14 or even 17 have 
construed that and dealt with it. And that mm. is why we end up with these kids who are topping themselves and trying to get because yeah. they they're taking the opinion of some idiot, probably with a very small penis, who <laughs> who who nobody cares about, who you'll never meet in a million years, yeah. and taking it so badly to heart. Mm. And that's why it is so dangerous yeah yeah absolutely and then also the the impact on our physical health now you're thinking like how can it impact our physical health well in 2018 a british study tied social media use to decreased disrupted and delayed sleep and that's associated with depression memory loss poor academic performance you know, it's there, and you know how you feel when you haven't had enough sleep. You get grumpy, and it has oh, definitely yes. got a, a, an effect on your on your physical health as well. Right. So when we get back, we're going to chat about the dark side of social media. Now, in the years that I worked in agency, we collected a lot of data using very specialized tools, the same tools that was used in the states to manipulate the elections mm. so we're going to get into that and there's a privacy thing that's tied to that as well which i want to chat drama about. drama yeah. drama hey there you shattered in a thousand pieces Weeping in the darkest night Hey there you Trying to stand up on your own two feet And stumbling through the sky Hey you When the lights go out And you're on your own How you gonna make it through Till the morning sun season need to lay your burden down hey day you drowning in a helpless feeling buried under deeper ground when the lights go out it's a waiting game
views and opinions expressed on this show are as a result of personal experience. Take what resonates and always follow your intuition. You are listening to Alternatescapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. And that was Laura Mvula with, I think I said that right, with Sing to the Moon. Local? Yeah. Very nice. Uh, no, no, no. She's not local. I don't oh. think she's local. There's a local coming up later. Locals coming up <laughs> later. So we are deep into discussion about social media and the impact that it has on our lives. And I think that society is just coming to realize the role that social media plays in life and in business. So the bright side of social media is widely noted. Many people, brands and organizations have benefited from social media. People have built their businesses from the ground up using Me. social media. You, huh? myself as well. And it connects people with one another and often with advertisers, but not all of it is good. There is a dark side to social media that more people ought to be discussing. And that is the privacy of social media, the data. So many businesses consider data as the gold of the 21st century. Of course it is. You know? And that's all, that's all, it's actually quite scary the amount of tracking that can be done online. So, for instance, you're having a conversation with someone and uh, you're chatting about, I don't know, wedding rings or cars, <laughs> you know, and then next thing you get an ad served to you on Facebook or Instagram and you're like, hang on, what are the chances? The telepathy. The telepathy. Yeah. Well, that is uh, conversations being tracked now there are efforts being made to curb that i know that ios 14 has just released and uh, you can opt out of that kind of tracking but it is still there and it is still being used that's how we used to target a lot of our uh, audiences for brands and businesses on social media back in my agency days and we used a tool called uh, well i won't name the tool but it was a social listening tool and what we could actually do is listen in on conversations <gasps> using the tool on not 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 live conversations, sorry, on actual conversations happening online. Right. So wow. so we could across all the social media platforms, all the big ones, we could search for so if we were a financial institute, for instance, we could search for people um, talking about either the business or things related to what the business office offers as products or services, even competitor conversations going on. And that helped inform our strategies. It's the same tool that was used to manipulate the US elections, whether that's a conspiracy or not. I don't know, but um, we were actually pulled into that whole conversation. So although social media can bring people together for good, it can also connect uh, supporters of terror. You know, we've had yeah. that incident as well where uh, someone, a, a guy filmed live the shooting in that mosque. I think it was, was it in Australia? The shooting that happened in the mosque, I can't remember. I think it may have been yes. in Australia. Um, so supporters of terror, extreme, extremism and hate, you've got these groups on Facebook that aren't controlled and large numbers of people be, uh, belong to these groups and there's no moderation happening. Um, and then you've also got the, the risk of the fake profiles. 
So social media presents enormous risks for individuals, communities, firms, and even for society as a whole. And the dark side all comes down to the privacy. So awareness is the first part of addressing the dark side of social media. Then we need to address the problematic unintended consequences of social media use. I'll tell you for free that anybody who's listening in on any of my conversations is getting a shitload more than they bargained for. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put that online and sell it. <laughs> I charge for that shit usually. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. So what is the way forward? What is the way forward? Well, well, before we get into the way forward, the uh, I think we need to shed light on the saddest incidents that happen on social media. And I, I'm not going to, I don't want to be a, what you call it a, a droopy sally or what you call it when the mood droops but um, <laughs> you know the the incidents around suicides and murders being broadcast via facebook live mm, for instance crazy that the viewers so consider that facebook's um, legal age to be on facebook is 13 mm. so imagine the amount of kids that become exposed to that kind of content and then also yourself i don't follow anything that has any violence absolutely I not it, i unfollow straight straight away and unfortunately it's become a trend as well again i, I revert back to tiktok I, I earlier on in in lockdown last year myself and fraser did a, a a facebook live event where we talked about the trouble with tiktok and whilst i am obsessed with it and i, I do watch it and i do get my dopamine injection from it there is so much violence and there yeah. is so i mean there was a there was a, a huge outcry a few months ago where a young lady um posted a video basically of what was assumed to be a suicide you know and and you looking at these there they are all sorts of really dodgy characters on there and mm. these are ki- they are kids being subjected to this yeah. there is no blocking there is no protection there is no anything yeah. and and you wonder why our society is like it is when this is fr- this information is freely obtainable yeah freely obtainable you've literally got to download an app and start swiping yeah. and you can land on this stuff it's yeah. terrifying uh, I had quite a scary moment when my brother was, he was five years old, he's 11 now, so this was quite a while ago. He, my mom gave him her phone to use and he immediately like knew how to navigate the phone and use all the apps and all the rest of it. And then I was like, hang on, we need to put some parental controls onto the phone. Put the parental controls on, like a day or two later, they were switched off again because he managed to switch them off. When I was five, I was eating mud. Okay, <laughs> now it, the five-year-olds, I hand them my smartphone and go, please find me the app, I can't find it. Or I've locked my phone, please fix it. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, so I think becoming aware of how, uh, you know, face how our data is being used and collected is important. So one of the methods that are used is called data scraping. Um, and that involves tracking people's activities online and actually harvesting that personal data and the conversations from social media job websites online forums wherever there are public uh, discussions available that data gets scraped and usually research companies are the harvesters of that data and these in turn use the details to design targeted ad campaigns for the products for their products so while you might argue that people are knowingly sharing personal details on social media and it's free for everyone to use data harvesters don't necessarily ask for the owner's consent and this raises the ethics the the issue of ethics as well as the online privacy problem because we were scraping data across multiple platforms of anonymous individuals well we knew who they were their profiles show up and we can collect personal information from those profiles okay 
but can I just can I just be the mm-hmm. devil's advocate here like I always am? Okay, so when the whole WhatsApp versus Telegram versus Signal thing hit and everybody lost their panties in a fluster of, oh my God, they're mining my data. Mm. Am I just being obtuse by the fact that I'm going, you're welcome to my data. As long as you can't access my bank accounts, you can do whatever, the f- whatever you want. Mm. Mm. Because at the end of the day, I can't be that interesting, surely, number one. Number two, advertising is what makes the world go round. If we do not have advertising, no one's ever going to make any money. So if you want to listen in on my conversation or I post a, I go and Google search, you know, glass dildos and brack pan, and you want to then show me the entire, like, oh God, you're <laughs> such a savage. But, but but if that's what I want to do and you want to then show me, you know, adverts relating to that, yeah. who cares? Turn them off. Yeah. Am I just being ignorant here that there's something more dangerous and more underlying here? So... I think when the data is scraped and used to manipulate the public into buying services or signing up for services oh, or whatever yes, it may be, I think that's where the, the ethics issue gets raised. For instance, and let's go back to the US elections, what they did was basically skew people's perceptions of the elections and they controlled, the social media platforms controlled what content users were seeing in specific parts of the states. Okay. And then, you know, that kind of manipulation is, that that's where the issue of ethics for me is raised. Mm. Also, um, if, so we target people online based on interests and behaviors. Yes. So if you're scraping data to understand your audience, your actual target audience in more detail so that you can connect with them by all means. But if you're scraping data to formulate a lie to sell shitty products to them, no. That's where I draw the line. I get that, but that's also a very, very fine line because potentially, you know, if, if you're shitty, if you don't think your product's a shitty product and you are still scraping data to, to promote your product, you yeah. know, right now there's a massive, a massive thing all over social media with these particular pair of yoga pants that everyone's losing their minds over. And, and I literally in the last five days, I don't do yoga, nor do I wear yoga pants, but I've seen about 15 ads for this and it, it's driving me insane, but I am not that easily manipulated. Mm. So I understand that not everybody in the world is as as strong as minded as I am. I just see something I don't like. I report yeah. ads on a daily basis just for shits and giggles because it's funny, <laughs> but but if you don't want to buy something, don't buy something. Yeah. If you yeah. don't want to look at something, don't look at something. That is why there is, and this is why I get so tense with people on social. If someone gives you grief, block them if somebody you don't like what they're posting unfollow them if someone is irritating you unfriend them stop whining about it and making it everybody else's problem you can manage social media to do for you what you needed to do for you without having all of the drama and we're going to get into that a little bit later on in the show but here's the other side of that personal data right so there have been multiple numbers where Facebook apps have leaked identifying information about the users who use the app. So that may be to advertising and internet tracking companies. And without us even having a clue about it, uh, I pulled up an article here where in May 2019, 137 million user accounts were leaked from Canva, which is a very popular design app. I have an account on and Canva. so do I. And um, that is personal information that gets leaked and how it works is you so during the installation process of the app when you're prompted to accept the terms and conditions and you click allow the application receives an access token 
and some of the Facebook's app, Facebook apps leak those access tokens to advertisers, mm. then granting them access to your personal profile data, such as your chat logs, your photos, mm. you know, your WhatsApp conversations. So even. stop sending nudes. <laughs> And um, there, there's no disclaimer that announces that your data is being passed on to mm, a third, a third or fourth, fourth a party. Fifth party. Is it though? Or are we just too lazy to read the fine print? So the, I think that there are so many loopholes in those terms and conditions. And it's, it's all, when I read those terms and conditions, it's all mumble jumbled to me. Look, I've put on a lot of privacy policies onto websites and all the rest of it. And you simply state, yes, we are collecting information from yes. users who visit this website that we then use to retarget advertising. But then there's nothing more than that. Yes. So there is no statement that says we will not transfer this data or allow access to your data to a third party Person, yeah you know um so yeah it's uh, that's that's where the issue for me is raised especially when it comes to that personal identifiable data information that gets shared with companies that you have no clue even exist mm -hmm. um and then the online social tracking is something that we've uh, chatted about and how that works is with the cookies so you know now you can accept whether a site can track your cookies or not i always say yes to cookies Always. <laughs> Cookies are delicious. A jar in your kitchen. <laughs> um, and I've started saying no because I don't want to be tracked. I don't want to be tracked across all the different sites that I visit. Because, well, number one, I'm visiting multiple you. numbers of different sites and different industries that don't necessarily pertain to my personal interests. I mean, the other day, I, I think I just liked a photo of a car. And now I'm just being served. That's it. Served car ads. And especially working in the industry that you and I work in, I also, I do multiple work for multiple clients. Some of them relatively questionable. And uh, <laughs> Ty's raising his eyebrows at me. But they are. Because <laughs> that is the nature of the industry. And um, it does end up becoming an issue because it's actually not my personal preferences. It's work I'm doing for a client. So I can fully understand how frustrating that can get. And it's interesting to know. I mean, I knew that was how it worked but yeah. you know it's i think we all just become very complacent about it mm. you know you've got your, your conspiracy theorists and your your guys who panic and who do all these things i'm complacent yeah. i'm just like you know what guys if you want my freaking data take it i like I, whatever yeah. you know as long as you don't have access to my bank accounts or can't track i mean even then you know there's a huge thing the other day about oh people will find out where you live yes but tinder knows where you live and grinder <laughs> knows where you live and every time you put your your you know everyone knows where you live yeah you're being tracked every second of the every day. second of the day yeah. but i don't believe in a million years that being who i am some random little chicken in four ways yeah. that freaking area 51 gives a hell about me okay so let's get into a little bit of the conspiracy theory there right so where social media and the digital world is moving towards is like completely connected it's also it's ai you know people have visions of robots making the world go round for instance and there are the powers that be the big tech companies mm. the wealthiest in the world like what could they possibly do with all of our information and all of our data they're gonna Across build social. themselves. They're gonna build themselves some serious robots. So you see an iRobot with Will Smith. <laughs> that is what is going to happen. Well, I think it comes down to control. I think that you know they've created these incredible platforms that, in the the beginning, had the good intention of connecting people across the world and giving people the freedom of speech you know i think social media has played into that allowed people to actually speak up about causes that they believe in but at the same time when social media has such a deep 
deep impact on our psyche and how we behave mm. and the perspective that we have of this world imagine the control that they can have over people's psyche through identifying what are people in this part of the world most concerned about you know let's instill more fear into them let's feed more of that content into their feeds you know um so th there's different sides of the coin when we get back we're going to chat about how to be more mindful in our approach to using social media and then afterwards we're going to go over to uh, that's towards the end of the show but if you guys want to have a live reading with Alder Velastri please do tune uh, chime in via 072-870-7571 and also let us know about how you manage your social media what are some of the experiences that you've what do you had? use it for that's yeah. also important is it is it a pastime for you is it business related what why do you use it absolutely and uh, I've got a very interesting story to share with regards to duplication of fake profiles and all the rest of it but we'll get We'll get to, to it. Remind me to forget yes. Kygo. <laughs> Miguel, here we go. It never fades away. You're staying. Your kiss like broken glass on my skin. And all the greatest loves and in violence is tearing up my balls left in silence. Baby, it hits so hard. I'm holding on to my chest. Maybe you left your mark. Reminding me to forget. It doesn't matter where you are. You can keep my regret. Baby, I got these scars. Reminding me to forget. Reminding me I got these scars to get your love Keep reminding me, oh, to get your love You left your friend You left your mind My baby to forget You left your
chocolate candles. It's time to live it up. Oh, horse and carriage ride round the villa and rock the chinchillas. Girl, I ain't going nowhere. Sit here and play cops and robbers down by the moonlight. Sunrise, it's time to go. <laughs> Grab your phone, take some pictures. Love in a modern times. with the best me best me best me best music best music i love the I music love the mu- best music uncutmedia.co.za 100% raw uncensored and in your face parental guidance is advised and that was wine and chocolates. It sounds like chalk block, like wine and chocolates. Love yeah, it. I'll do the chocolates. You can do the wine. How about that? <laughs> there we go. 
So Adele and I were just discussing in the studio now that uh, we feel very strongly about the influence... Uh, uh, topic as well as the catfishing so we're going to dive into a little bit of that now. i think we have to because i think they're both such massive massive elements of social media and mm. you know essentially social media is person driven yeah so so we've now and a very interesting question kate well i think it was more of a statement than a question but it came through on the whatsapp line so basically saying how how do big brands manage significant increase in traffic and exposure which obviously uh, equal increase sales but they're supporting mm. influences that push the boundaries and also bully yeah, um, I think that's a very valid question or statement to make. However, I do feel that brands and businesses are taking a, a stronger stance against online bullying and especially influences that tend to get a bit out of hand. Uh, back in the agency days, we used to manage those relationships quite carefully. Mm. We actually, we had an app uh, called, the app was called Humans and what it did was uh, scrape Instagram and every single person got scraped and then you'd be classified as an influencer so every single person in this app's opinion became an influencer and what we could do is actually analyze people's profiles and see what kind of content they were putting out there um, to make sure that when we pair an influencer with a brand that the alignment is there and also we were able to see how many people or what what how many fake followers the influencer had bought or yeah you they see had that's followers. something i just don't get so the whole influencer uh, trend it opened up opportunities for many people but again i believe that it played into that uh you know the average user scrolling through their instagram profile seeing an influencer and then feeling the fear of missing out or that yeah. self-imposed judgment and anxiety that comes from within so although the influencer trend has helped many people grow or many businesses grow at the same time there's a dark side to that because you did then have those people go and buy their followers well that's it i mean i've fallen into that trap on numerous occasions being somebody who has been in the public eye for as long as what i have always going well i measure my successes based on how many followers i have mm. or how many you know and I, I look at i have never to date done a single ad push a single purchase on facebook for yeah. uncut media for myself same on instagram and here i sit for the last four years on my 700 and something followers which jumps up and jumps down and does this and does that but i've never purchased my followers and then yeah. yet i scroll through and see some someone whose feed is half as interesting as mine literally just pictures of white beaches which i can get off google and they're sitting on 300 400 500 thousand followers mm. and you wonder at that point when you realize how many of those are actually legit yeah and and it's a big deal but for me the word influencer in itself is such a negative negative comment because i don't want to be influenced thank mm. you very much mm. i refer to myself as an ambassador and i'm very grateful to be the ambassador for two fantastic local businesses yeah. and and i have got a severe amount of pride in being the ambassador for their business. Yeah. I'm not influencing anybody. Yeah. I'm going, guys, look what these guys can do for me. You can yeah. do it or don't do it. I don't care. But look what they're doing for yeah. me. And there's a difference. Absolutely. I think the connotation towards influence has definitely taken a negative spin. Um, and then I also believe in the whole ambassadorship. I feel like if you're an ambassador of a company, you represent that brand. That's so exactly how you it. communicate and how you engage online becomes representative of that brand. I do believe that, uh, you know, it does come down to the business or the brands. It's their responsibility to make sure that whoever they are selecting to represent their business and brand needs, they need to do their homework. They need to dive into who that person is and get to understand them mm -hmm. on a more intimate level. I mean, it's your business. It's your business that you're putting out there 
through someone else and there's a risk involved with that of and, course and there we've is. seen it before we've seen it happen before where influencers have stuffed up mm. and have stuffed up relationships with brands and the problem also comes in is that there's this this wonderful thing that especially in the states where there's the argument between minding what you say in the freedom of speech now mm. i'm all for the freedom of speech but it doesn't give you license to be an asshole. Mm. So, you know, when it comes to things like racism and and fat shaming and, and body shaming and, you know, all those kind of things, freedom of speech by all means, but you don't need to be a dick about it. Yeah. And the problem is that a lot of these influencers, there's a level of arrogance that comes along with that title. Mm. And I mean, there was an incident a couple of years back that made me giggle about the, the woman who messaged the hotel saying she wanted to come and stay for free for three days, but she was an influencer, so they, they mustn't charge her for anything. Right. And... And the guy asked how her influence was going to pay his staff. And it was this ongoing thing. And it, there's this level of arrogance with yeah. it that is so off-putting. But the generations, especially the younger generations, don't see that. Mm. Everyone now aspires to be an influencer. Mm. They don't aspire to be a creative or to, to be an artist or to be, you know, they inspire to be, I don't want my claim to fame to be that I wore a pair of pink tackies in Maui Maui and look <laughs> cute doing it. You know, is, that, is it just me? No, I don't think it's just you at all. I think there is a there, there's a bit of a generation that is completely consumed and infatuated with you know the whole influencer idealistic lifestyle, um, and, and I think I feel that it's turning. I think people are becoming more aware and are becoming more blind to influence. Do you think that? Do you think, think they are though? Uh, well, from personal opinion, I've become blind to it, but I uh, suppose not everyone is on the same page. Yeah, I think it boils down to a generation thing. I think the older generation have picked up on the bullshits yeah. and have kind of gone whatever. But it is a real, real toxic issue amongst the younger generation. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you look at your celebrities, for instance, like a, a Beyonce or Lady Gaga or, you know, your top A a-list celebrities ultimately they're also influencers you know so it's also like where where do you draw the line i think we've had influencers our whole lives and and the difference is is, is that you know bennett's making me giggle he's on the whatsapp line saying he calls them the influencers not the influencers <laughs> true freaking story let me tell you so you know it really is just it's really just a case of of like you know We've always been influenced by celebrities. We always have. And if, we, you know, you watched in my day Bon Jovi wearing his leather jacket, we all wanted to wear a leather jacket. But it's the way in which it is done. Mm, yeah. And there is a, a vapidness and a... And a unauthentic I don't think that's a word but you know we talk about authenticity at the beginning of the show mm. there is nothing authentic about these people mm. and for me that's the problem they are selling a fake lifestyle yeah. and when you are selling a fake lifestyle danger. that's the danger exactly exactly uh, so over the years I've managed to to grow my Facebook page to quite a large number of people and uh, to take us into the topic of catfishing um, what happened was that my Facebook page got duplicated and someone ended up catfishing people who were following the real page via my page, offering them webcam sex and all sorts. Oh, and there must have been some very happy people out there. And also very <laughs> disgruntled people when they realized that it wasn't me, <laughs> you know. But what I'm happened... I'm sorry, I should have <laughs> What happened was, and how I came, I stumbled across it was someone, uh, a lady messaged me and she, she messaged me on uh, Instagram. And I used to have this blog and I would blog about everything and she'd been following the blog. And then I stopped blogging for a while. It was during the period that my baby brother was born. So I'd never blogged about my baby brother. And then she saw a post on Instagram with me and my baby brother. And this guy that she had been chatting to 
had never mentioned anything about my mm. baby brother. So he was acting like me, but he had half of the story. Yeah. And so I put it out onto my Facebook page that just please be aware this guy, there's a profile out there that's not me. And I was obviously blocked from seeing the profile. And on that post, comment after comment after comment of people who had actually been conversing with this person for over a year. Yeah. So this person kept them going. Yeah. And the majority of them were women. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that, you know, this guy probably provided some comfort or something. For and sure. These people were just taken for a ride. And catfishing, I believe, is a real issue. It's an absolute, it's a massive issue. And the thing is, is that, you know, it, but this is not a new thing. Yeah. Catfishing has been around for years. I go back again where I mentioned I spoke on IRC, about IRC for a little bit. I mean, there were so many occasions where I would meet someone online and he was charming and wonderful and amazing and brilliant. And we'd meet in person and he was just not what he said he was. Mm. But there's a great show for anybody who is interested. Um, it's on Netflix at the moment. It's called The circle and um i watched this thing fascinated because i'm not a big reality tv show kind of person but i watched it fascinated and i actually found myself getting quite aggressive when i watched it because whilst the characters are brilliant and i I fell in love with most of them they are permitted to catfish right Mm. so the one person went in as his girlfriend because they don't see each other it's all done through social media that's only done via text and he pretended to be this girl for almost eight weeks and for me, I don't like to be deceived. Yeah. So so they were all very welcoming at the end of the show about who this person was. Me, I would have cut a bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because don't make me look like a fool. Um, there was another girl who, a big girl, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful big girl, came in and her picture was of the supermodel that looked like Giselle. And I'm going, sister, you are literally taking the movements and taking us 25 decades back. Yeah. What the actual hell are you doing? Yeah. And, and it's all, it was a social experiment. And it backfired on her because she said had she come in as herself, people wouldn't have accepted her. But mm. coming in as beautiful, she was more accepted. And all they did was give her a stick for mm. being this other person. So the catfishing thing, it, it really is it's a huge issue. And um, I like to say to people, within the first five to ten minutes of a conversation, if you have not seen a picture, you can see when a picture is a stock photo. Mm. Don't mm. be a moron. Yeah. Do a video call. We have the technology. Yeah. Get your shit together and stop crying when you get the wool pulled over your eyes. Exactly. Another cool tool to use is uh, Google's image recognition. So you can upload an image and then it'll pull wherever that image appears online. It'll pull it and show it. I've actually... Um, uncovered a lot of catfish that That's way. It. Right. And, and there's a, it's a huge it's a huge trend on the dating sites. And I mean, I've had in my experiences on Tinder multiple literal supermodels, yeah. literal supermodels, messaging me, telling me that they're going to make me a wife and they're going to make me they're going to make give me all the money. And I caught one out once, and I, within five minutes of the conversation, I said to him, "I don't believe that you are real." And he got so aggressive, and I was like, "Because you got caught? Because I'm not a moron like yeah. 95% of the women on the site." Yeah. And it was actually quite funny. And then I like to catfish the catfish and kind of play the game and see what happens but it really is i think people need to take this shit less seriously and before Mm. you fall into the trap of falling in love with somebody or giving over your your heart to them test the waters can before we move on because i know you've got some very interesting stuff we've had another very cool message come through on the whatsapp line which i would like you to address comes in from stacy and she says There's also the issue, and I've had this experience myself, where your bigger competitors in business like to steal the ideas of the smaller companies Mm. off social media. Mm. They get away with it because there are few changes. They make a few changes and then legally don't have much to stand against, Mm. Um, especially if you are the smaller business because 
when you put yourself out there, your intellectual property becomes intellectual yeah. property. It's yeah. happened to me on numerous occasions. Yeah. People stealing memes, people stealing my, my statuses, and in business, stealing ideas. Yeah. There is no recourse. Yeah. Uh, that's quite a hard one. Because, and it's quite funny. I watched an episode of Grace, Grace and Frankie's last night. Oh, and they just developed I, i'm quite amazed that dildos are coming up so much in tonight's conversation but because they we were double d they developed this uh dildo for older women and then a bigger company stole the idea exactly and, and they had to take the whole legal route you know and that mm. costs money and these big companies have plenty of money to spend on legalities and all the rest of it so uh, i think in the end if you are a small business and you carry yourself well and you are authentic in your approach yeah nothing can take away from that Agreed. Let the big guys do what they want to do. Let them take your idea. But in the end, it's you, it's your community, it's your audience that you're growing, it's your audience that, that invests time and in energy you. into you. And uh, don't worry about the big guys. Let them do their thing. And there is also a massive trend at the moment where, where especially in this country with everything we've gone through, where support of the local businesses and the smaller mm. businesses is is starting to pick up. Yeah. People would much rather come and support a small independent company than one of these big mass-produced things. But yeah. I'm going to let you get on with your great tips and tricks that you have for us. Yes. Yeah, so looking at how we can use digital and social media in a way that doesn't really take away from our lives, uh, I think first and foremost, most is looking at what are you putting out on these social media platforms because you don't have to supply all the personal information that they ask for in those forms so have a look at what the information is that you have put into those you know the you i think on facebook you can uh choose what kind of movies you're interested in mm. and what kind of books and all the rest of it and where you live you can put your address up you can put your number up all of those things you know if privacy is a concern for you go and update your privacy settings um and also do a little search like have you ever searched for yourself on google yeah and it's not fun <laughs> <laughs> anybody who had to google me would wonder if how i am not institutionalized like it goes from the horses to the events to me in stupid costumes to me on radio look luckily for me when you google me uncut media does come up first which is nice and legit but yeah. there's some weird stuff on there luckily nice. none of my underhanded stuff is, is showing up but maybe that's because safe search is on I don't know L lucky, <laughs> lucky for you I've spent years cleaning up my google search feed but that is also a great way to have a look and 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 see what is out there where are you online I, I had profiles that I'd opened up on random social media platforms years ago that was still that was still there yeah so i went back and then closed those down also my blog was still appearing with a lot of personal information and personal mm. stories and all the rest of it i removed all of that um but it is still flooded with half naked pictures of myself which i'm slowly working through and getting rid of those oh no you're gonna break so <laughs> many hearts i've actually got a funny story to tell about that um when i started working at king james after my interview uh, one of the girls uh, sent out an email say, with the link to my Google search the name, the Google search name. And all of a sudden, I had this spike because I have an alert set on my name from back in the day. Oh, and I had this alert come through that Google search is related to Tyronel has increased in 400%. And I was like, what the hell's happening? But yeah, do that Google search and uh, see where you are appearing online and get rid of where you do not want to be. The other thing, and it's such an obvious way to do it, is to reduce the time that you spend on your phone or on social media. I know for Ooh. us digital marketers, it's a hard one, mm. but there's that very nifty, um, I know on iPhone, you can actually look at your screen time or yes. how much time you spent online. And I actually check in on mine every now and again, and I look at the comparison. So uh, do you want to check yours? You don't have an iPhone. No. Um, 
and mine this week so far has been three hours and i'm quite proud of it because it reduced by 30 percent from last week that's impressive um, even okay. though i still managed to get to all of my work but that is also one way to kind of curb the the make yourself media, aware make yourself aware of the amount of time that you're actually spending online have a look at the different apps uh, how many how much time are you actually spending on those apps so the research has said that the ideal amount of time is 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i don't see that happening but any you know reduction can work i as i said i like to take a three-month sabbatical from social media uh, i haven't done it this year i usually do it at the beginning of the year but because of my business i haven't had the opportunity to do that and the amount of self-awareness that comes out of those three months is incredible i usually do it when i go through my personal transformation stages what i've been trying to do with that is i don't necessarily look at it as a sabbatical because my business is run primarily off social uh mm. you know one of my my very closest friends always says to me nations will not fall if you step away from your computer or your phone for an hour or whatever <laughs> it is but but i they will because my my entire ex existence is built off my presence on social and across my businesses. Mm. But what I have started to do lately is I've chosen times during the day or mostly on the weekends where there is no phone time at all. Again, another question coming through in the WhatsApp line, there's also those who are addicted to games as they switch off time. Yeah. For me, games are different. It's it's not really social media. There's not much interaction. But but I decide between the hours of this time and this time, there will be no cell phone. I'm going to pack it away, That's a good way turn to it off, yeah. turn my, my into flight mode or whatever it is and read a book yeah. or, or, you know, go for a walk with my dogs or things like that. And it's taken, I believe I'm addicted. I, I'm happy to admit that I'm addicted to social media because at night when I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, can't sleep. The first thing I do is go onto TikTok mm. um, because it numbs my brain to the point that I can then go to sleep. Does it numb your brain though? <laughs> well, it does for me because it's mindless. So, so it doesn't take any actual physical cognizance in order to watch the stuff that I'm watching. Yeah, but you are still taking in the content. I am taking in the content yeah. subconsciously. But, but for me, guys, my, my piece of advice as you take a sabbatical, me try and take half an hour to an hour every day where you just put your phone yeah. away no one whatsapps you and this mm. goes back to the interconnectedness which yeah. we'll talk about later as well about being constantly connected mm. i'm not going to continue to interrupt <laughs> your, your points there well to your points you know like we uh, I, I used to be in conversations with people and and with friends and and they would check their phone like every few seconds and that it used to annoy yeah. me to the ends of the world and that's when I started uh, because then I became aware of that within myself. So I, every time I reached for my phone, I would ask, hang on, why am I going onto social media now? What, what is the reason? So are you using social media to substitute something else? That's it. You know, is it taking away from the time that you could be spending on doing something that's more productive, whether that is spending time with yourself or doing a meditation or getting some work done? Like ask yourself those questions and be like, in this instance, I would say, be real with yourself. For sure. There's a great, a great documentary on Netflix at the moment, which I encourage everybody to watch. I watched it with one eye because I was kind of very skeptical but it's called the social dilemma and where the addiction comes in that they have pinpointed is the is it called? it's called the social dilemma please go and watch I'm it it's, it is brilliant but we are addicted to notifications so it is impossible mm. when your phone is you can put your phone on the other side of the room and you hear that beep mm. you need to know what the beep is and even the vibration even the vibration even the i look at my phone and go you have 45 uh, whatsapp messages and and those 45 messages can be completely unrelated 
to me coming from the 35 groups that I'm in, but mm. I have to open my phone and check them then. Mm. So the addiction is to the notification. Mm. So I've turned off every notification on my phone. The only time I get notified of anything is if I actually physically open the app. Yeah. So guys, turn off your notifications, turn yeah. off all of them, games, Facebook, WhatsApp, everything, turn them off yeah. and watch how the time decreases. But it's interesting that you said that thing about the, the I used to be terrible like that. I would be sitting at dinner and I had to constantly check my phone because God forbid I miss something. Yeah. Here comes the FOMO. Exactly. And only recently, sort of in the last six months, have I had that from other people and it's annoyed me. And yeah. I've gone, you know what, can we just switch off for an hour and not have to look at our phones? I don't need to take pictures of this happening. <laughs> exactly. And I document everything yeah. because I'm a dog mom, so I've got to document. The I went for a walk the other day and didn't take the phone with. Mm. And it was so nice to reconnect with my dogs and reconnect with myself yeah. without going, everyone else needs to see how cute my puppy is. Yeah. You know, so, so be cognizant of that as well. Exactly. And that comes to the interconnectedness. You know, we feel like we're connected through social media, but in reality, we are driving ourselves further from each other so one of the other ways is to spend more time with friends and put the phone down when you're standing in a queue at uh, at the ATM or wherever you may be standing in a queue to get into a club or whatever it may be you know the first thing we tend to do is take our phones out and scroll social media rather leave your phone in the pocket and have a chat with the person standing next to you. And talk also, to a stranger. Make a new friend. That's it. The need to check in constantly. The need to go, oh, this is where I am and this is what I'm doing and this is who I'm with. I understand the need for memories. I love the fact that Facebook and Insta are, are memories of what we're doing. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, coming through in the WhatsApp line, Stacey says, we made a rule during bribes or gatherings of friends. Phones get placed in the center of the table and the first person, non-emergency related, that touches their phone has to pay out 200 rand. Sure. This goes into a kitty and after a year we pull it out and get, think of who to give it to like a charity we've had got to 400 so far that's amazing wow. what a cool idea i'm definitely going to implement that i think that's brilliant but it, it is it, for me the interconnectedness what pisses me off is the need to be available all the time yeah i don't like that yeah. if i go offline for three hours i did it this weekend from two o'clock until four o'clock the next morning i was not available and you know what nations didn't fall I know. nobody died the world doesn't stop spinning that's it yeah. and it was such a good exercise for the people around me to go you can't actually bug me. Yeah. Back off. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. Something just came to mind now, and it's uh, an article that I read quite a while ago uh, about the impact that it has on our mental health, social media, on our mental health. And they did a study where they took users and displayed the user's own feed back to them. And it actually increased their happiness levels, which was quite interesting. So, I do that every now and again. I'll scroll through my own feed. I do it all the time. Explore feed. I'll scroll through my own feed and reflect back on those Always. memories. And I think that is another way to get something good out of social media is to express gratitude for what you have put out there. That's you know, it. reflect on those highlights, reflect on those experiences and those moments. And it's also a wonderful way to put yourself in check. I scroll through my own feed probably more than I scroll through my news feed because mm. I go, yes, Stel, you really shouldn't be putting that out on social media. <laughs> or why were you in such a bad mood here what the hell was going on um, and and i've learned to temper myself yeah. based on my so my personal feed has become less personal because mm. of that yeah. but it is important to have those memories and to look back and I'm, mm. I'm not saying don't take the photos don't check in don't remember the evenings but sometimes be in the moment and just enjoy the people around you without the rest of the world having to know about exactly it. and the rest of the world doesn't have to know what you had for breakfast or that you're at the gym and that you're building muscle and all the rest of it i used to i used to do that i used to 
publicly post my gym photos on social media and feel so good about myself but in the end it has nothing to do with anyone but yourself i'm so over the gym selfies <laughs> i take a million selfies every day but i post maybe one every three weeks because such it's a just mental block against selfies it's weird there's another one here a great restaurant in cape town forgot its name but you're forced to leave your phones at the door and you only get them back after dinner love that love that love that, love that. Love that. Right, so we have got some um, volunteers for a reading with Aldo Velasquez later on. And uh, we're going to hit a track. And then when we get back, we uh, will get a little bit more deeper into how to mindfully use social media. Yes. So this is a local artist. Yes, this is Sharon. He is a brilliant singer, vocalist and producer as well. I'm very excited to, to play this for you guys tonight. And this is proudly South African, guys. Because we always support local here at Uncut Media, Sharon, and hello, it's us. Oh 
day. Hey, this is Bruno Mars. Hello, it's Katy Perry, and you're listening to uncutmedia.co.za. Views and opinions expressed on this show are as a result of personal experience. Take what resonates and always follow your intuition. You are listening to Alternatescapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. And that was Sharon. What a brilliant vocal artist. Hey? Yes, I love that. Yeah. That was a really, yeah, and just such a beautiful track. Yeah. And if you guys want to hear more of him, you can tune into Dale's show after dark on Thursday at 7 p.m. She's going to play some rock vibes. I think so. Yeah, definitely. So we've been harping on about the negative impact that social media has on our lives. But, and it's partly good as well. But there is a good side to it. And I think it's about, and Dale and I were discussing this in studio now, it's about taking responsibility for your social engagement, your social interaction, what 100%. you put out there. Um, and I believe that there is a, there's a positive role in that it does bring people closer together. It helps people who don't necessarily have a voice to stand up for things that they believe in. You know, a lot of uh, charitable organizations thrive on social media. Uh, a lot of awareness gets brought to light from about issues from all over the world uh, on social media. Like, for instance, the issues that the industrialization of fishing is causing, you know, and global warming and abuse and all the rest of it. Um, I've been quite vocal in the sense of uh, standing up for uh, against women and child abuse on social media. So I think it has definitely got a play to uh, a role to play in helping people 100 percent, and i think you know all of the other stuff aside um you know connecting people and so on and so forth there is a great when you are in the right kind of community you know just to lighten the mood i'm part of a wonderful group on facebook called cat philosophy and literally all people do all day is share pictures of their cats and that is my dopamine injection every single day and they're the most incredible community of people from all over the world Mm. and the other night i got into a five-hour conversation with some chick in texas discussing our gingers you know, it's it's and it's so special because as somebody who I would never have ordinarily have spoken to. Yeah. Um, but for me, the biggest kicker is from a business perspective mm. and having having an entertainment based business for entertainment based businesses. This is a way for me to connect internationally yeah. with people for people who would never find us ordinarily. If you think back to the good old days with a phone book, no one's going to go to the phone <laughs> book and cruise the phone book, you know, for online radio stations or, or for radio stations. You're going to yeah. just flip the switch until you land on something Mm, so i think that there's definitely there's definitely power to it but Mm. as ty mentioned you've got to choose how you engage Mm. do not feed the trolls yeah because haters are gonna hate and and you have got to decide how you react and sometimes the best reaction is no reaction exactly you can only kill hate with love you know, love those trolls. <laughs> Feed them positive vibes. Or just block the bastards. Or block them. Just ignore yeah. them. Because and everybody's always going to have an... It's what opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them. <laughs> so it has one. So, so, but the guys... The thing is, the problem is that people end up getting into arguments mm. which take away that level of this is meant to be a fun activity and push it into we're now fighting. What is the point? Yeah, What is exactly. the point? And if you have nothing nice to say, shut up. Yeah. And another side of the the good side of social media is helping people in need. So I, I've had an experience where uh, I've had a couple of experiences actually where people who I didn't have any personal connection with messaged me out of the blue. And one guy in particular was basically on the verge of suicide. And I took the time out to engage with him and respond. And, you know, you could easily turn a blind eye to that. 
And 10 years later, the guy emailed me out of the blue and said, thank you for being that person. Thank you for helping me and inspiring me to get through the shit that I was going through. Unbelievable. So there's that side of it as well. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very wary of people who message me now, but at the same time, I can pick up on that authenticity. It goes back to everything we've discussed in previous shows about trusting your intuition. Yeah. And sometimes your, your, and most times your intuition will tell you whether you are right or whether you are wrong. And, you know, sometimes those people just need that five minutes. And, and again, that goes out to the, the same kind of thing that you portray on social media. Do you come across as somebody who is approachable and mm. will listen and mm. will, you know, I've had a few of those over lockdown as well. And it's been incredible to be able to go, I'm really glad my little blog made you laugh. Yeah. You know, I'm really glad I could bring something to your life. I've had people bring so much to my life mm. because of social media. Yeah. But like with everything in life, there has to be a balance. Yeah, if exactly. you spend all day, every day eating chocolate, it's not going to work and you're going to not Damn have chocolate. Damn it. <laughs> chocolate is not going to work for you. So balance everything. There is a time and a place for your social. There's a time and a place where there shouldn't be social. Yeah. And and you've got to find that balance that works for you. Yeah. And just, I, I think, tune into yourself and tune into how you feel in the moment of scrolling through your feeds and engaging on social media. Be aware of how it makes you feel and take action from that. Listen to your intuition and That's take it. action from that. If you feel like you need to reduce your time spent on social media do so yeah that's it right so we are ready for our live readings uh we've got a few peeps who have put up their hands and yeah i'm gonna give some context just yes. for the new listeners we have got quite a few listeners this evening so in the first and second season of alternate scapes they were all very ethereal episodes where we talked about finding your inner self yeah. and finding your core connecting and with your connecting with your guardian angels and obviously the primary topic was energy and uh, we are very lucky to partner with a wonderful wonderful human being by the name of Elder Velastri who you can find on Instagram at Dumela Universe and uh, he has kindly offered to give some of our readers live readings on air so you can all share in them I have personally experienced this and changed my entire mindset so we're going to play you some Ed Sheeran and when we come back from that we will have our first listener reading with Elder Velastri it really is quite mind-blowing guys so stay tuned for that but now Ed Sheeran is reminding us that whilst we might not be perfect we're perfect there we go I found a love for me Darling, just dive right in Follow my lead I found a girl Beautiful and sweet I never knew you were the someone Waiting for me Cause we were just kids when we fell in love Not knowing what it Whispered underneath my breath, but you heard it. 
expressed on this show are as a result of personal experience. Take what resonates and always follow your intuition. You are listening to Alternatescapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. And that was the wonderful Ed Sheeran with, what was that photograph? Nope, no, perfect. Oh, perfect. That's the photographs so the other song I like. So whilst you are not perfect, you are still perfect. <laughs> there we go. Right, so I've got Alda Velastri on the line who is going to do a reading for us. How are you doing, Alda Velastri? Hello everyone, it's so good to be on the show again, yay. Oh, we love having you on the show and we're looking very forward to our readings. So our first reading is going out to Kezia. Thank you for putting your hand up and I'm going to hand it over to you, Alda Velastri. Fantastic. Hello, Kezia. What a beautiful reading you have. I see in the center right now, you are at the king of air. This is the king of swords. You're simply speaking your truth. You're in your alignment. You're completely owning who you are. And this is a beautiful place for you finally allowing yourself to create within your truth. Very much in alignment with many of the readings I've been receiving with all of the beautiful light workers, all the beautiful healers you've been having so you've really been 
earning your space, earning your truth, earning authenticity. And this is allowing you to break free of this 10 of air. We see this this um it is a dark night of the soul this is a ten of swords ten of air you have really been releasing all these negative energies these negative influences all this resistance i'm a lot of pain i see a lot of heartache a lot of healing a lot of betrayal from especially relationships people you really trusted um and also it feels like a way of you being a releasing an idea of you a releasing the idea dear of you for much of your energy was based on creating on other people's truths on what other people thought was right for you based on society based on conditioning and that uh, this allowed you to create in your truth this allowed you to really receive all that which really brought you joy that was true to you and this brought a lot of pain and a lot of disappointment and that's what really restricted a lot of your abundance but now in the king of air energy you are in your truth and nobody can stop you nobody can make you budge so now that you're releasing this ten of swords energy this ten of air energy in the physical you're at the four of water so this is the four of cups you're simply receiving now you're receiving you and this is the energy spirit universe is really asking you to keep be receptive don't be in your mind space don't try to effort don't try to action simply receive you have done all the work to manifest you've done all the work to clear your energy you're simply now going to receive the manifestation and at the basis of the reading is the ten of earth this is the ten of pentacles this is the richest card in the deck this is stable prosperity stable friendship stable connection stable family environment stable prosperity you're simply now creating within your truth because you're aligned within your truth the outcome four of fire four of wands stable foundation fair contracts so any work opportunities any business opportunities any um, new relationships they're based on fairness on stability you can trust these new connections and your home um, base is very um, firm foundation and very stable with the four of earth also here the four of pentacles alongside the four of wands we can see what's within without as above below you are simply receiving a fair exchange of energy that was really the block that was really what was causing all of the um painful experiences in the past you were not allowing yourself to receive but now that you're in your truth creating within your authenticity you're finally receiving that beautiful energy that beautiful love that beautiful energy being giving out is coming back and the beautiful energy around you right now messenger of water receiving love ace of earth receiving blessings page of earth forgiveness so the energies are really here to bless you to restore you within love restore you with an abundance and prosperity restore you to a deep deep healing of forgiving yourself forgiving the path you've been living because it was just simply to show you how you were not creating within your truth so that you can now claim your truth claim your existence and claim your beautiful prosperity what a beautiful beautiful energy coming through well done for doing the work well done Ah, oh, nice what a beautiful reading Kezia, let us know how that resonates with you. I'd love to love to hear, but that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Alder Velastri. 
Uh, we're going to be back after this next song with another reading for one of our other listeners.
I'm so excited for your reading. What beautiful energies. In the center of the reading, we have the strength card. This is Leo energy, and this is the number eight. So really, as within, without, as above, below. You have really taken time to understand that you exist. And as you exist, you're allowed to be. You have released conditioning. You've released following um, following the, the, the known trends, following being a sheep in society and that conditioning, following rules and regulations that don't honor you. You have released these because we can see with the eight of air on a soul level, it kept you trapped. It kept you imprisoned. Your soul was yearning for more. You were yearning to expand and you knew there was so much more to you. But it, it required you to release all of these restrictions to allow yourself to be this beautiful being you are. And you have done the work. I can see this beautiful strength card coming through. You have really taken the time to release any restrictions on your soul, any restrictions on your dreams, any restrictions on your life. And it brings through the king of water in the physical. This is you absolutely loving you. This is the divine masculine energy within love, self-nurture, self-care, loving, allowing love around you, allowing yourself to receive love, being gentle with you. And you're such a caring, loving being. It's beautiful now that you're allowing the energies to empower you into your truth now. You're allowing love to lead the way. You're allowing love to lead your soul. No longer society, no longer other rules, but love, the love of you, the truth of you, your, your essence is in charge now. And at the basis of the reading, we get the judgment card of the call. So now you're at a time when you're reviewing things and can really see the past clarity with clarity. You can see exactly how you were creating things, exactly how things panned out, why things happened the way they did, why you had to release certain people, why you had to release certain ways of thinking, why you had to release the idea of you. You're coming to a great understanding about how you were creating with Within your restriction and how the um, remembrance of you and how the empowerment of you has allowed you this beautiful freedom and we see it with the ace of fire on the top which is the ace of wands this is new beginnings this is you beginning a path in your truth and now you're passionate about what's being offered to you you're passionate about your dreams you're passionate about these beautiful new opportunities coming through you're passionate about your experiences you're passionate about life because finally life is echoing you, echoing the truth of you. The beautiful lion is roaring now, proud and free. And we see with the overall energy, with the nine of earth, the nine of pentacles, you are now coming to a place of great satisfaction, wish fulfillment, beautiful manifestations coming through. With the ten of fire, the ten of wands, you're releasing this burdensome energy, releasing all these old soul contracts, all these old cycles, all these old habits and ways of being that didn't honor you. You're breaking free of those limitations and beautiful. You have the sun and the fool card to back those energies up. So the sun card, beautiful deep healing, beautiful manifestations, beautiful empowerment. The sun card is really paired with the strength card, beautiful energies, and then the fool card with new beginnings. 
You're simply beginning new beginnings where you're receiving passionate experiences, beautiful experiences aligned with the truth of you because you are creating from love. You're creating from you, your truth. Beautiful energies. Oh, what a beautiful reading. Thank you, Alder Velastri. And do we have one time for one more? I think we do. You had yours done last time. I want to have I mine done. I think it's time for you. <laughs> so do we, do we break for a song or do we go straight into it? Uh, I think let's break for a song to give Alder Velastri some time to tune into my energy and then uh, we can go for it. And that was Indigo Girls Closer to Fine. 
Love that song. And just getting some feedback on the WhatsApp line from Kezia and Bennett. So Kezia says, very accurate. Mom and I both sat nodding our heads the entire time down to the relationships in the past and now. Amazing. Thank you. And Bennett saying? Bennett coming through going, wow, that reading is so completely spot on. A lot of hurt from the past that he's let go in all aspects. And as LaSala said, the last year especially, Bennett has only been doing what was good for his soul without the expectation of what we think society should be. Nothing can be done without love and care. There we go. I love that feedback. Thank you, Alder Velastri. Right, so now we're going to get into my reading. Yay! <laughs> Wonderful energies for you, Ty. I'm so glad. I'm so happy the energies have been lifting for everyone. So with you, the biggest message I'm getting from Spirit is stop doubting yourself. Stop questioning yourself. You are simply the key to your abundance and you are a master at what you do. You do not need to doubt anything. In the middle of the reading, we see the four of fire, the four of wands. This is you now aligning with your stability, with your foundation, really setting beautiful firm roots and grounding in all that you do, whether it be in your career, for your family and family life in relationships in contracts whatever you are um, taking part of whatever you are whatever's coming to you it simply is within the foundation of you and you can trust this because within the ace of earth you have come the ace of earth which is the ace of pentacles ace of coin you've come to really understand that you are the key to your abundance and spirits really bringing it firmly here you simply are the key to your abundance you are the abundance you've been waiting for you have everything within you to manifest all of your dreams and this understanding this grounding work you've done to really come to the clarity of this is allowing the page of earth in the external this is you allowing your forgiveness of your path, the forgiveness of you, for now you're completely releasing yourself into your truth, releasing yourself into your new, beautiful, new destiny, your new future, you're looking forward to it, and it's you now literally creating within your abundance, creating within your truth, um, because in the overall energy, we have the king of earth, actually. So the page of earth is just showing you that you're the beginning. You're just the beginning of this new adventure within you, but you're coming off as the king of earth energy. So this is something that you are just knowledgeable about. You're wise about this. You have everything you need for you to accomplish anything that you want. At the basis of this reading is the eight of earth, eight of pentacles. You're a master at this. You're a master. You've mastered what you want to do for life lifetimes so every single thing you want to do this has been lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes in the making you are simply wanting to enjoy it and express it in this lifetime which is why spirits really saying don't doubt a thing everything will come to you when you need to everything the support will come the skills will come you will simply receive you'll simply receive from your higher self at the outcome it's the messenger of water this is a time when you just receive beautiful beautiful loving experiences, beautiful loving opportunities. Life wants to bless you with love. And the only thing that could hinder this is if you, with the seven of air in the overall energy, is if you doubt it. So don't doubt. No longer doubting you. No longer sabotaging you. No longer doubting your truth. No longer doubting your power.
power. Release those um, thoughts. They don't serve you. With a messenger of fire and the king of earth and the overall energy, this is you simply going with your intuition, doing things your way. Nobody will understand what you're doing. They'll say, why are you doing that? I don't know. It just feels good. You just keep doing what feels good, following intuition, and blazing your trail, doing your thing with the king of earth, that king of pentacles energy at the basis. You are simply meant to be prosperous. You're meant to be abundant. It is something that your soul has willed into manifestation this lifetime. You're a master at everything you're doing. It's something you've mastered for lifetime. Times. So release the doubt. Your path is clear. It simply is clear for you. Wow! Wow! Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, that completely resonates with me. I think the doubt is something that um, has been holding me, me back, and is something that I've been working through to release. And with this new adventure that I've been on, it's uh, I've become very much aware of how that self doubt is sabotaging. My, my own my own path but i'm releasing all of that thank you Alder Velastri. thank you for, for sharing so everyone if you would like to schedule a reading with Alder Velastri, you can catch him on instagram at dumela universe also dumelauniverse.com he does do one-on-one -on -one readings and every single reading that he's done for us and on air has been absolutely amazing and life-changing in most circumstances so thank you thank you thank you we love having you on the show thank you so much it's a pleasure and an honor as always yay and a next time on this show as a result Bye. of personal experience take what resonates and always follow your intuition you are listening to alternatescapes brought to you by uncut media well, that wow. was quite a thing, wasn't it? Sure, yeah, it's given sure. me. A, a, it's actually inspired me, which I think is the the most important thing because this new adventure that I am on, there is no room for self doubts. Like it's all in or nothing. That's you it. Know? And so. he has got a very inspiring way about him. It says, mm. As as upsetting as my reading was the last time, it was re it really opened my eyes and yeah. it turned me around completely. And I hope that did that for the listeners tonight as well, including yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. It's all about inspiration. And now the fun is over and I'm devastated. No, <laughs> but it's been a good chat and I hope that all of our listeners have, have enjoyed themselves and, you know, feel inspired and motivated to use social media in a mindful way um that's what the show was all about and again thank you to everyone who's tuned in all our regulars all our new listeners we appreciate your love we appreciate your support now go tell your friends go tell your <laughs> friends give us a follow on social media you can follow uncut media at uncut media za on facebook and instagram and you can follow alternate scapes which is at alternate underscore scapes on Instagram and we would love to hear from you guys so pop us a DM share your feelings with us we're always around we love chatting to our listeners we like you sliding into our DMs <laughs> nudge nudge wink wink and guys don't forget I'll be back on Thursday night with a brand new episode of After Dark featuring some great local talent uh, on the show on Thursday and then Sunday morning I'm back with the morning after show before we go and do Easter Sunday at Rusty Hook for Alternate Tribes Strange yes. Sundays guys it is such a blast so if you aren't going to be hunting for what 
chocolate eggs in your garden. Come and hunt some local crafters and uh, and music and come and support uh, their, their talents and their crafts. It's going to be a big jewel. Absolutely. And next up to see us out is the Reading for Everyone Spirit News, as we call it, by Alder Velastri. So stay tuned and we will see you guys or hear from you guys next week. So go out there and rock, rock life. life. Hello, Alternate Scape listeners. It's time for Spirit News, the Philastery. And in today's reading, at the center of the deck, we have the Messenger of Air, which is the Knight of Swords energy. So you're receiving beautiful insight, beautiful ideas, fast changes to your thoughts, as now you're allowing yourself the clarity of you, receiving revelations and insight and understanding for all that's occurred in your life in these past couple of weeks and all the beautiful growth and evolution you have been having on a soul in a soul level and also within your your creative power in the inner world we see the justice card which is really a beautiful reflection of the full moon we had on the 28th in libra for the justice card is libra energy so you're really allowing your self fairness and 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 authenticity and accuracy within you're allowing your soul to be in its truth and you're being fair to you allowing yourself to be seen to be heard within your truth within your power in the external world we have the page of earth so this is the page of pentacles so bringing a lot of forgiveness and healing a lot of forgiveness and understanding about past events about how you have been how you have been um, how everything has been manifesting a lot of forgiveness with others around you for now simply everything in the physical is now truly honoring you within because you really have that beautiful justice energy within so now you're able to receive beautiful experiences which allow a healing and a forgiveness of the truth of you of the path of you of your beautiful manifest creative experience at the base of you we have the hierophant so this is beautiful energies of you now doing things your own way doing things in your own truth your truth is your truth nobody else's truth is right for you your truth is your truth and you've come to the empowerment of this and you're allowing yourself to build your spirituality your whole truth your creative power based on you based on your truth and we see it again reflected with the justice card and the messenger of air in the middle really receiving great clarity within your authenticity and the hierophant at the base is really showing that you're taking control and ownership of your own life doing it your way your rules your truth and it's beautiful because at the top at the conclusion we have the ace of water which is the ace of cups receiving beautiful blessings beautiful healing you're now looking after you you're replenishing you resources are coming to you you're filling your own cup and it's paired with the six of water this week which is um six of cups of um, past energies so past energies coming anew healing the past releasing the past receiving blessings from past energies where things are restricted now they are open a beautiful energy this week of you being in your truth receiving great insight allowing a beautiful equal fair inner world allowing your soul to be seen its truth allowing beautiful forgiveness and healing experiences in the physical a basis of you being in your empowerment and receiving blessings and healing from the past take care be inspired to learn grow evolve and rock life with tynell and dale robin this is alternate scapes brought to you by uncut media